Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free Posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Looking back now, it was like, it was such a simple thing to <laughs> to work through. But for so many people, including myself, it's, it's one of those things that you just can't put your finger on what's missing. And that was the biggest one for me, was just self-value. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. This week, my guest on The Portrait System is Amy Head with Lucid Life Photography. Amy has been a photographer in North Carolina for over 20 years, but it wasn't until just over a year ago that she finally became very successfully financially at it. Amy was a shoot-and-burn photographer charging next to nothing for quite a long time, and she talks through how she made the jump to charging industry standards. Amy also shares with us a little bit about her own self-value journey and how this impacted her ability to make money and to grow her business more and more. Amy is someone who just has the most amazing energy, and I really loved chatting with her. Okay, let's get started with Amy Head. Hi, Amy. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? I'm doing great, Nikki. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. There's so many different elements of your story that I want to touch on. I just, I feel like we have so much to cover. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's start kind of at the beginning, because I, I believe you have been in business for 20 years. Yes, uh, probably a little bit over that. I got started basically in high school. I was on the yearbook staff and went around school and photographing my friends and things for articles for the yearbook. And I ended up graduating a year early and starting school. I initially went in for graphic design and I had there was a guest photographer that came in and showed his trip to 
all over. And I was instantly hooked and just decided to dive further into photography. So I actually got started when I was about 18. Very cool. And from the start, did you start a business or was it something you just kind of did for fun and you did other jobs or like, how did, how did that work? It was a slow burn, but I, I really did kind of pour my heart into it. I had my daughter when I was 18 Mm -hmm. and I was uh, actually working in IT. So I have a tech side to me as well, but I would always find myself, you know, I was kind of doing it on a part-time basis on the side, but I always knew that that was something that I was working towards was to have my photography business. It just took me a lot longer than it probably should have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So when, when, you know, I was listening to just a, you know, brief synopsis of your journey and you had said that now, 20 years later, a little bit more than 20 years later, this is the most successful you've ever been, but you became successful, like really successful in kind of a short amount of time. Yes. So this is, yeah, so this is interesting. And you know, I've heard people say before, like I've been in this business for 12, 15, 20 years and people are not going to pay, you know, what what all these other people are saying they charge. Like I've, this is not my first rodeo. Like it's not going to happen or whatever. So I kind of like, I like that. Okay. I don't like that you struggled in your business for that long, (laughs) but I think this is a really good story for people to hear if you're out there thinking like, man, I've been at this for so long. And then I see some people coming in who started their business two, three, five years ago, and they're like killing it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So this will be an interesting, like to see how, how you progressed. Right. All right. So you were in IT, you knew that you were going to continue to focus on your, your photography business. So how, how did it go, I guess, financially and just stability as far as like clients coming in all of that through the, that like first, you know, 10 years, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I initially started with, you know, like a lot of people do shooting anything and everything. Mm-hmm. I was photographing friends, either their engagement session or their wedding or their children or their babies. And this was way before social media took off. It was, you know, it was just, me and just trying to get the word out there. And luckily at that time, I was able to um, network with a lot of people, whether it be businesses, I was kind of, you know, just fine with going out and introducing myself to other people. Network of friends was pretty healthy. So I would, you know, just doing shoots for my friends and they would tell people. So word of mouth was really good then. And like I said, this was way before social media. So it was more, you know, hands-on, getting dirty, just kind of getting out there and hitting the pavement, you know. Mm -hmm. And slowly it grew. You know, I remember my first photo sessions were $50, and I would, I put as much effort into them as I do now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, over time I started really getting into weddings, and that was big for me. And then I got into boudoir. So basically it was boudoir and weddings. That was my bread and butter for a while. And weddings got to be considering, you know, what I charge now and how I value myself and my work now. It was a far cry from where I should have been, but I was doing okay with weddings. On average, I was charging between three and $6,000 for, you know, eight-ish hours of coverage 
I would also throw video coverage into that as well. So starting, starting on the level of shooting portraits and engagements and things like that for about $50. And I started with weddings. I think my first wedding, I charged $800. So for some reason, I don't know what, what particular, what I can, you know, attach that to, but charging more for weddings made more sense to me than charging more for portraits. Isn't that funny? I went through that too. Mm-hmm. I went through that big time. And I remember Sue challenged me on that. I was like, there's always going to be weddings in there, which is funny because look what happened with COVID when all the right. weddings went away for a couple of years. But I was like, you know, people don't need portraits. They need wedding photos. And it was this big like mind block that I had. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just funny. It's funny. But once you work through it, it's pretty amazing that, you know, people yeah. want portraits too. Definitely. And... <laughs> I got to the point where I didn't want to do the big weddings anymore and I wanted to do more smaller, intimate weddings. So I kind of niched down that way. Um, and eventually just, I was able to just recently kind of eliminate doing weddings, elopements, everything. Now, if I have like a close family member or friend who's going to elope something like that, I would probably make an exception but I knew that I, I was getting burned out a lot with, mm-hmm. with weddings. But at the same time, when I was starting to do boudoir, that really set me in a different direction and started planting a seed for what I really wanted to do with my portrait work. And so I just kind of follow, started following down that path. And I tried for years. So Portrait work was just elusive to me. I could not bridge the gap between shooting what I wanted to shoot and charging what I wanted to charge and having other people see that value as well. So that's what took me the longest time (laughs) between then and now. Yeah. What do you think, like, because you had said that you finally got to the point where you are making more now in your 20 years in business than, than ever, like by a lot. What, like what was the, the, I don't know, like the change? The, did an event occur? Did, was it just you woke up one day and you're like, screw it, I'm ready? Like what, what happened, I guess? So the majority of my time as a photographer and being in business, I struggled. I was a single mother. I went through not one, but two divorces. And by this point, by the second divorce, I had my son. So I had two kids, single Mm -hmm. parent. And they are my why. They've always been my why. Um, Mm -hmm. I really wanted to just build this life for them Mm -hmm. and create, just create a wonderful life for them. And I just, I couldn't get there. And I just struggled. I struggled with thinking that they needed this image of this family that I had built in my mind. So I put my value in relationships or trying to build this, you know, picture of this family. So it was a constant struggle, but it was all, it all came down to self-value. That's what it all came down to. I went through failed relationship after failed relationship and I just couldn't understand what the problem was, like what the block was, what's, you know, why is this so hard? And after 
probably the worst abusive relationship that I had ever been in for about five years. It was, it wasn't physical, but I think on a lot of terms, emotional and mental abuse from someone can be just as detrimental to your self-value and your self-esteem. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was a pretty bad situation and I hated having my kids in that situation. And I finally got the courage to make the plans to get out. And little by little, I did that. And in the following year after that is when I really started to put myself first. Obviously, my children were first, but I knew that in order to be able to pour into them and give them what they deserved, I needed to view myself as important. I needed to mm-hmm. have my self-value at a level where I believed in myself and I could move forward. Mm-hmm. So I worked on myself for that that year afterward, and then I just made an in- intention at every point after that to just, you know, even a little step at a time was, was progress. It still counted. And, um, basically at the end, at the beginning of 2022, so at the beginning of last year, um, I had just done a lot of inner work. Um, I, I did a lot of meditation. I did a lot of journaling. I wrote out my intentions and my goals and I literally just took step by step as needed to reach those goals, whether they were small or large. And um, I started just really pouring myself into listening to Sue and the portrait system, the education, and everything just started aligning for me. Mm -hmm. I had been in and out of studios for years and in and out of studios. And also I shot out of my home. So I had been in all of these different situations and circumstances and nothing was working until I reached the point of, you know, understanding my, my value and my worth. That's when it changed. Um, and it was such a, looking back now, it was like, it was such a simple thing to, <laughs> to work through. But for so many people, including myself, it's, it's one of those things that you just can't put your finger on what's missing and, that was the biggest one for me was just self-value. And so I, um, I got into a new studio at uh, spring of last year and I started a 40 over 40 campaign. I turned 40 in 2021. I turned 40. And so I think that I do not look 40, just a side, (laughs) just a little side note. Thanks. I, I started really, pouring into myself, like I said before, and, and just treating myself. And, and that, I think, is what shifted. So doing a 40 over 40 campaign just made sense to me. I still loved doing boudoir and things like that, but just women over 40 in general just spoke to me because I fit into that category. Right. I knew what women were going through, whether that was uh, starting starting over in their lives or starting a new business or just new chapters in general. And it just took off. And I started, you know, one thing we didn't talk about quickly is will you tell people first where you live and also 
because you mentioned boudoir a couple times, but like, is that your main focus of shooting? Like, just tell people what you what you do. Uh, well, I'm in Gaffney, South Carolina now, which is right out about 45 minutes outside of Greenville, South Carolina, and 45 minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm kind of in the middle. I just recently relocated to Gaffney to a new studio because I was primarily in the Greenville Spartanburg market, which is a big, very quickly growing area. But I primarily shoot just feminine portraiture and personal branding now. Okay, cool. All right, so let's let's kind of skip forward really quick. Now, okay. before I know you said you were you did shoot and burn started at fifty bucks. W- at what point did you make the shift to charging industry standard? Just this last year. <laughs> last year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So pretty recent. Yeah. Now I can hear people out there. Oh, but my clients are going to freak out. I'm going to lose all my clients. Like, and this, these are valid feelings to have. I had the same feelings. I am not in any way, shape or form minimizing how people might feel around that. I just want to kind of like, I don't know, all these objections, mm-hmm. like let's move, see how we can help move people past them, I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. So, so how did, how did it work for you when you switched over? So slowly over the years, I incrementally went up a little bit. And on average, my portrait session, well, my boudoir session, because that was the, at the time, it was primarily the type of sessions that everyone knew me for, was about 350. And that would get them a shoot with hair and makeup and the, um, let's see, like 25 images. And sometimes I would throw in an album. So, in that span, that was probably five years ago, five, yeah, three to five years ago. So I had kind of stuck with that and I went up to 450. And then when I opened the first studio that I had in 2022, because I actually went from one studio to another larger one in a span of three months. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very big on educating my clients. I'll do videos all the time to update them on new products or a new type of session that I want to do. I've just been very open with my clients and I've had steadfast followers and fans and clients. I call them fans because some of them really, really are. They literally are there for me no matter what I post. They're big supporters. They've been with me from the beginning. So I've just got just a very big supportive group. So everyone, I I, I felt the need to explain to people as each time I was increasing the pricing and the majority. Now, you know, you have a few people who balk at that and they're like, well, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be able to be your client anymore. And that was fine with me. I I knew there were going to be some growing pains, but the majority of people were completely understanding of that. Well, that makes sense. You know, you, you give this amazing experience and I've never felt as beautiful as I have when I'm with you during a photo shoot and you do all of the hair and makeup and all of that. You all, you know, the experience is worth it basically is what the feedback I was getting. So after doing that self-value work and realizing, you know, I use the pricing calculator on the website, which is an amazing tool. If Anyone is listening that has not tried that, that it's, that's a, a uh, priceless tool. To so have. eye-opening, isn't it? Yes. Um, so I did that a few times and I played around with numbers and really using that pricing tool, that's kind of the key to finding 
how to kind of connect the gap with what you're charging now and struggling and burnout and just everything kind of weighing down on you so much to I'm creating the life that I want to have for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest keys is realizing what you need to make to cover your costs and to turn a profit and to also break down how many shoots you actually want to shoot per week, per month, per year. I just think that that tool is phenomenal. But did I answer the question correctly? Or did no, I just you go did. Off on you did. I, no, no, I love where you're going with this because, and another thing too, and I know I say this a lot, but when you really break down how much you need to make <laughs> per shoot, it takes away all of the emotion. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I think I'm so amazing. I'm going to charge this much. Or right. who do I think I am charging this much? Like literally right. you have to charge this much in order to meet your goals. And mm-hmm. there's something about shifting it, taking the emotion out of it that just is, I just, I don't know, just really helpful. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. Talk a little bit now about your pricing. Do you do packages? Do you do a la carte? Are you doing digital, print? Like, kind of give us an idea there. I do a starting point of $2,500 for six image folio box, and then it goes up from there. If someone wants to, I'm kind of, I've just recently raised them again uh, within the past couple of weeks because of the first month of our pricing series with the 12-month startup. Mm -hmm. They were almost where, you know, the pricing was almost where it needed to be, but I've just recently kind of increased it again. And now I'm trying to get to the point where it's pre-purchase a package only, but I still have it on my site to where if someone wants to just do the session, the experience, and one image, it's $600. The image a la carte is $500. And just, you know, I've, I've priced the packages accordingly so that it's makes the most sense. If you, mm-hmm. instead of doing a la carte, it makes more sense to get a package. Okay, awesome. All right. So, and, and if people are wondering what the 12-month startup is, that is a, an amazing program through the portrait system. So if you're a member, you have access to that. And it takes you through all the different parts of business, posing, lighting, pricing, selling, all the things. So very cool. Yeah. Okay. So you started mentioning before about your 40 over 40 campaign when I really interrupted you. I'm sorry. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so the 40 over 40 campaign for me was kind of a passion project. That's how it originally started. And I know that turning 40 myself a year or so prior to that, it was really important that women understand that life is not over after 40 or 50 or 60. And I know that there was that pain point because I experienced it and just falling victim into, or not falling victim, but just kind of losing yourself and your own passions and what you used to get excited about earlier in your life, you know, after becoming a mom or becoming a wife or pouring yourself into your business, your family, what have you, we pour into everyone else and we don't take the time for ourselves. Mm. So this was just, an extra way for me to help people see their value and find ways to celebrate their lives. And it works for women of all walks of life, no matter what their situation or their relationship status or their parental status. Just It's just a, a full day of pampering to experience 
getting glammed up and getting the celebrity style treatment and, you know, having your own magazine style photo shoot and the stories from these women that I, that I have gotten to meet or reconnect with, because a lot of them have been repeat clients have just been so rewarding for me because, you know, you hear, you hear everyone give excuses like, Oh, I can't spend that much money on myself and I can't, you know, my husband would kill me if I if he knew how much <laughs> I was spending. But what is the end result of that? You're investing in yourself. It's it's the same thing that as photographers we tell each other as far as raising our prices and investing in our own education and learning more things and becoming a better person, business owner, parent, you know, everything that we do personally. We're trying to share the same message with our clients and just experiencing that in my own personal life and then being able to relate that to my clients has just been just easy for me. But the, the stories have been very inspiring. They're very thankful. They finally feel seen. They finally feel like it's okay for them to treat themselves to something nice every once in a mm-hmm. while. And And the biggest thing is, you know, you have a lot of clients who say, well, I can't do that because I need to lose weight first or I, mm-hmm. I, I'm too old to, to do this. And I have a <laughs> no excuses policy. I have an answer for everything that they give me. And so once they see that even before and after images from other clients are like, oh, okay, these people, you know, you don't need to be a certain size or you don't need to be a certain, you don't need to fit into a box in mm-hmm. order to have this type of session. And I've had women who bring in their best friends and do like girls day out. And it's just, it's just a wonderful experience because time goes by so fast. Life is so short and I would rather these women experience this type of thing now and understand their value now versus down the road saying, oh, it's it's something I wish I would have done. But, you know, and it's just been rewarding. And it's just something that, like I said, initially it started off as a passion project, but now I think it's something that I'm going to do every year. Yeah, it's awesome. It's very cool. How are you finding clients in general? Well, like I said, a lot have been repeat clients that have been with me from the beginning. Um, I have clients through when I used to work at salons and spas. Um, so I kind of pull from different areas of that I've worked in, but I do a lot of Facebook ads too. So um, I have a Facebook group and I do networking events and I have events at my studio. So this year I am doing a year of self-care. So similar to the way the portrait system does the 12-month startup, I'm doing one event every month at my studio to help bring self-care into awareness for women. So I'll do these events where I'll have either um, I'll collaborate with other business owners or other service providers that can, that are in the self-care and, you know, uh, the similar industries that can come in and either speak to my clients or we'll do um, meditation circles or we'll do um, sip and shop or, you know, just different things, different ways where women can, learn about how to take care of themselves and how to, how to do nice things for themselves. So it's just a lot of different things, but I try to just stay current with like networking events and 
social media and all that. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. I need to outsource a lot of it, but I'm getting better at <laughs> at letting go of the reins a little bit. Yeah, you know, sometimes people want to know like what's the one thing that I need to do in order to get clients in. And you know, and some people have that one thing where it's just specifically SEO and they just know exactly what to do and they spend their money and their time on SEO. But I feel like the majority of people really do have their hands in a lot of different marketing pots through in-person networking groups, through social media, through referral programs and um, you know, local charity events. I mean, there's just right. so many different things. So it sounds like you're kind of similar. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to narrow that down this year. And I think for me, a lot of it has been just trying different, trying out different things. Facebook ads tend to work really well for me. Facebook ads worked and allowed me to book out six months in advance. Yeah, so that's great. That definitely worked for me. It may not work for other people. Um, joining a BNI or other local network group tends to work for other people. I tried it. It's not for me because I can't commit to specific schedules like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if someone's really stuck, I would recommend to just try a few things, pick a few things, and you know, experiment with the, uh, experiment with those and see if you start getting more engagement or if, you know, it starts um, progressing well for you. And if not, try something else. I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a professional learner. I'm either watching (laughs) videos and training on marketing or social media. I'm always learning because there's with technology and the way everything is now, there's always something to learn. You, you're never at a, at a peak Uh, or a plateau where you don't have anything else to learn. There's Mm -hmm. always something new to learn. So if I feel like I get to a point where, okay, I have a, uh, uh, I feel comfortable with my ads, I'll move on to something else. Or, you know, I feel like um, my lighting is good now. So let me, let me learn a little bit more about posing and helping my posing flow. So I just think that, you know, never stop learning is a big, is a big one as far as finding what works for you and and bringing in the clients. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, this has been really great and really inspiring. And, you know, I know a lot of people out there are going to listen to this and really take to heart a lot of the things that you said, because, you know, you can tell that you're so sincere and so genuine and, I'm just, I'm so glad that after all this time, clearly you're passionate about photography. You've been at it for a long time. And I'm so glad after all this time, it's just, it's, it's paid off and you're doing so much better at, you know, financially. Why, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, like I said, it's been a really long road, but it's all, you know, whether you learn the lesson early or later, it's all worth it. And it's all meant to take you where you need to be. And I definitely feel like I'm exactly where I need to be you know, I just see everything shifting for me and it's happened in this past year. And I just, (laughs) 2023 for me is going to be just amazing. And, and additionally, besides that, you have to believe in yourself and you have to know that that's where you're going. You can't, Oh, one day I hope that this will happen. I think it's, it's all about believing and seeing it yourself and taking the actionable steps to get there and not just, you know, 
waiting on it to just fall in your in your lap. Yep. Yep. Waiting for it to fall in your lap. Like that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you really have to uh work your way towards it. That's yes. for sure. Someone someone once said something to me. They're kind of like trolling me and I don't know what the deal was, but and they said something to me about how, well, you had, Sue, you know, Sue, like, gave you your career. And I, and I had to laugh because I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, my clients had no idea who Sue Bryce was, unless mm-hmm. they were a photographer who mm-hmm. booked a shoot with me, you know. The, literally, like, Sue never went to my networking groups. Sue didn't build my website. Sue did not take one photo for me. Sue did not do, literally, I learned exactly what everyone else is learning because she gives everything away on the portrait system. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I might have been able to have like a lot of personal conversations with Sue, and I was so grateful. She's one of my best friends, and I'm very fortunate. But when it came to me and my business, Sue did none of, like, literally nothing yeah. for my business. Like, that was all me. So I just wanted to put that out there because someone was trolling me recently and I was just like, oh God, come on. <laughs> they're, it, they're in a negative really mindset. Like, <laughs> oh, like, they have their own blocks to work through. That's all I would oh, say. But. You are not kidding about that. That's for sure. But, and, and I know this person, unfortunately, oh, not, well, su- not super nice to me, but um, <laughs> that's it. anyways, it happens. It happens. Okay. But, so go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's the tools are there. Like when I started there, none of that was available. And I think that's why I just went down this rabbit hole of learning all of these different things and teaching myself all of these different things. But now you don't have to do that. There are resources available. There's tools available. There's an endless supply of education Mm -hmm. available. It's up to you to take the steps to learn it and to put it into action. You can't just you can't just say, well, <laughs> it won't work for me because I don't have the money. I don't have the, you know, I'm, I don't live in the right area. It, whatever your excuses are, you have to, you know, put those aside or work through your whatever blocks that it is that you have. But the, the information is there for you. It's just, are you going to use it? What are you going to do today to get you closer to where you want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that too. In my in my Facebook group, I have a Facebook group for photographers. And on Mondays, sometimes I'll say, all right, what are you working towards today? What is on that to-do list that has been hanging over your head mm-hmm. that will feel so good to cross off that list? Like, what do you, you know, what is it that you're going to do today? Because I think sometimes we just, we see our to-do list and we get crippled and we just don't, we just don't do any of it. Mm-hmm. So I love that you said that. I think that's normal. I think there are days where you feel like, you're so overwhelmed or if you struggle with anxiety or depression or anything like that, that's okay. You can feel the way that you feel, maybe take a nap or just, you know, but do something today that's going to put you a little bit closer to your goal. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, I struggle with being a workaholic a lot and I've learned to, you know, set my boundaries and take time for myself. Now, I try not to sit and just binge watch shows on Netflix constantly all day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's okay to do that every once in a while. But, uh-huh. Definitely. <laughs> you know, it depends on It's just what's important to you. How important is it to you? So it's just, you know, the smallest amount of action and progress is, you know, even if it's a small amount, if you're working towards your goal, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you. I do have a couple more questions for you that I always ask at the end of each episode. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, 
what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? Music. <laughs> a lot I don't of people know why, say music. I don't know why more people, I don't know why everyone doesn't say music. I have to have music. Now, whether it's something I ask my clients, if it's their particular type of playlist, but I, I love all music and it just, it gets me hyped up. It gets me inspired. Um, and I, you know, depending on what I'm doing, I, I can either listen to <laughs> some old 70s rock or I can listen to country. It just doesn't matter. It just, um, it's kind of the soundtrack to my life at all given points. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. music. Awesome. All right. And number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Um, I love going to theme parks and live music, um, checking out live music, concerts, trivia, that kind of thing. And, you know, spending time with my family, that's the biggest thing. I really want to start traveling more this year. So very cool. Where would you, where's your like number one place you want to go? Well, honestly, Arizona was my top, uh, one of my top places in the U S and I got to go for the um, conference last year and I'm Sweet. actually uh, get to go again next week to uh, Sue studio for that live recording for the 12 month startup. Oh, so hell excited. yes. Awesome. Yes. That'll be so fun. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Number three is what's your favorite inspirational quote? It would be success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. And that's by Maya Angelou. She has a lot of great quotes, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's quite the amazing woman, that's for sure. I love yeah. that quote too. All right. And I know you kind of already gave some really great advice around this, but it, you know, just to kind of sum up, what would you tell people who are just starting out in this business? If you're just starting out, I would say to trust yourself, and believe in yourself, and don't be afraid to experiment and to start with what you have where you are. And as cheesy as it is, the sky's the limit. That's literally, I couldn't believe in it more than, than I do now. Uh, I used yeah. to think that that was <laughs> super cheesy before, but now I really believe in it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you. Well, this has been really great, Amy. I loved having you on and I hope, um, I hope we get to spend some time in, in person, you know, coming yeah, up. I too. won't be there. I won't be there for, um, the recording, but I'll be at WPPI. Are you going to WPPI? I am not. I was, but I'm not. But I'm going to the uh, Portrait Masters Conference this year. Awesome. (laughs) Very cool. I will be there as well. Sweet. Sweet. Well, thank you again, Amy. Where can people find you online if they're looking for you? Online, my website is lucidlifephotoandbeauty.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well under Lucid Life Photo and Beauty. Perfect. All right. Well, you take care and we'll chat soon. All right. Thanks so much, Nikki. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.